Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as he does in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. And 23. There are times in scripture where so much information and revelation is packed into such a small concentration of words that it's easy to miss the revelation of one point for another. The above mentioned verses fall into this category because in only two verses we see God's heart on obedience, the spirit behind both rebellion and stubbornness, how God views them, and the very real and dire consequences of disobedience to God's voice. First, let's look at God's heart on obedience. These verses make a very interesting point that obedience is better than sacrifice. Though sometimes obedience may seem like sacrifice, the truth is that for us, most of the hardships we go through are a result of us ignoring God's voice warning us of how to avoid them. Remember that in Old Testament times, the sacrifices were used as a covering for sin, that one might be able to ask God for forgiveness. So while sacrifice allowed for the forgiving of sins, in a certain sense, obedience helps to prevent sin altogether. Not only for you, but also for those watching and following you. Therefore, obedience is better than sacrifice in the eyes of God, and he clearly honors it more. Nowhere is this more clearly displayed than in the story of Samson and Delilah. Though Samson eventually humbled himself, repented, and sacrificed his very life in the end to defeat the Philistines, it would have surely been better for him had he simply been obedient to God's words, warnings, and commandments. From the beginning, his rebellion cost him everything, his blessings, his calling, his anointing, and eventually his very life. Now let us look closely at the phrase, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Does God really look so strongly on the sin of rebellion as to compare it to witchcraft? And if so, as this verse implies, then why? To answer that, we need to first look at the word rebellion, because there are times when we are tricked by the enemy and we make an honest mistake. Yes, we sinned, but God knows we didn't mean to. Our heart's intent was to follow him, but we were misled. We were ignorant. We were deceived. Yet once we realize our mistake, we must repent and turn away from that sin, lest we then fall into rebellion. 
Because you see, there are times when we all disobey God. The differentiating factor here is whether that disobedience was intentional or unintentional. If God has made himself clear to you and you willingly choose to disobey, then you are in rebellion. Likewise, if you did not know at the time that the wrong was done, but he has since given you opportunity to know the truth through correction, confirmation, and conviction, yet in your pride you have chosen not to submit and repent, but rather cling to that wrong, then you are in rebellion. Think of a parent correcting their children. If they have done wrong, you are going to be more lenient and understanding in correcting them for accidental mistakes than if they are willfully disobeying your direct commandments to them or if they refuse to submit to your correction once given. When they do this, you say they are being rebellious children. And it usually provokes the parent to anger and a more harsh course of correction. James chapter 4 verse 17 says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So now we can understand why God hates rebellion. But maybe the bigger question here is why would he compare it to witchcraft? The word used here for rebellion in the original Hebrew was kekam and can mean either witchcraft or divination. Either would apply because what God is really trying to say here is that at the root of it, rebellion is nothing more than willfully choosing to be led of another spirit. It's choosing to do the will and the work of the enemy in direct opposition to that of God's. This point is ever further clarified as it goes on to say that stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. What is stubbornness but refusing correction and repentance? What is iniquity but sin and wickedness? And what is idolatry but choosing to give your service obedience and allegiance to another God? Is it starting to make sense to you now? Looking at it from a spiritual point of view, which is God's point of view, we can begin to see the severity of the sin of rebellion the way God sees it. Then let's go a little further than that, because the very last sentence of this passage addresses the consequences of rebellion and stubbornness against God's word and instructions. I find this statement to be so heartbreaking as we see God literally withdraw himself from Saul with the words, quote, Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. My friend, there are dire consequences to rejecting the word of the Lord. Just like Samson, it cost Saul everything, his blessing, his calling, his anointing, and eventually his very life. God can only use those whom he can trust to hear his voice, but simply hearing is not enough. We must listen and we must obey, humbling ourselves before him in true repentance when we have messed up and receiving not only his instructions, but also his corrections. This is required that in doing so, we would be able to walk in total obedience to his will 
rather than to find ourselves serving another spirit and through pride choose to continue doing it. Stubbornness will cause you to lose more than you could have ever hoped to gain. God does not tolerate rebellion, which simplified is willful disobedience to the voice of God, therefore causing you to willfully follow another voice that is not. Romans chapter 6 verse 16 tells us this, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye have obeyed, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. So my friend, be willing to put on the whole armor of God and fight the good fight of faith to stand in subjection to the will of God, crucifying that flesh every single day. In Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, we read, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, Thoughts that you're thinking and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Yes, my friend, it is that serious that God would say that rebellion is the same as divination and we understand that the scriptures clearly say that there will be no sorcerer or diviner or worker of witchcraft that will enter the kingdom of heaven this is why jesus so clearly warned us in matthew chapter 7 verse 11 that not every man that saith unto me lord lord in other words not everyone who confesses and professes me as Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, because God will not allow rebellion to enter his kingdom again. Lord, help us to get this message in our spirit to come before you and humble our hearts and say, as even King David did, Lord, shine a light in me, search my heart, try me and see if there be any wicked way in me. God, we humble ourselves to you because over and over in the words you say, humble thyself. So today we choose to say, Lord, show me, speak to me, lead, guide and direct me. And yes, as a good father does, come and correct me and I will humble to it. I receive it. I will not be stubborn in anything that you reveal to me. I will not stand in pride, which is self-idolatry, but I will cry out all the more, Jesus, change me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Take away the blindness. Cause me to see with spiritual eyes the beauty of your holiness and the power that is made available to us through our Christ to overcome every sin, temptation, and lie of the enemy and say no to that thing that tries to speak to me and say, do it your way. I will take Christ's example when he knelt in the garden of Gethsemane and was willing to pray, not my will, but thy will be done. We lay down our life, our pride, our arrogance, our self-will for the service of King Jesus. 
because the scripture clearly tells us that the Antichrist and his followers and those with like spirits, that they will be self-willed. Yet Jesus tells us those that will enter into his kingdom will be those who did the Father's will. He said that if we try to save our life, we will lose it. But if we are willing to give up, then we will gain it all the more. I believe what you said, Jesus, and I trust you with my whole heart. Lord, we pray against rebellion in our nation. God, against rebellion being implanted and imparted into our children that will bring them only destruction in the end. God, open their eyes, we beg you, to the lies of the enemy. Bring a wave of truth in a way that only you can do it. God, we pray that you put an end to this rebellion against creation itself because it was from the beginning in the garden that this sin came in. And it is the same culprit that is perpetrating it and imparting it and implanting it into the people of this generation unto this day. Lord, open our eyes to the pride that steals the greater blessings that you have for us because your plans are perfect. Your ways are perfection. Your wisdom is greater than any promise of knowledge or acknowledgement that is given by the hands of men or demons. God, we choose to submit to you, to your will, because it is right. It brings life and life more abundantly, and it truly is the best for us. We trust in your wisdom. We trust in your love. We trust in every word that you have spoken. And today we choose to surrender and submit to it, not in bitterness or obligation, but in faith in your love, that your plans for us are good to prosper us and not to harm us, to bring us to an appointed and appropriate destination, to bring us to a good place. Let us lay down self-will and rebellion today. Surrender in faith and receive your grace unto the greater things. God, we pray it for ourselves, for our friends, for our families, for our homes and our communities, for our nation and for our entire generation. Let the spirit of rebellion be arrested and replaced by a spirit of humble selflessness and godly submission to that which is good and right in your sight. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.